female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join the community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're your friends now! <laughs> hey y'all, it's Ashley. Hey y'all, it's Biz. And this is Diana. Hey, it's Katie. And as you just heard, we are here with the one and only Diana Kokoska. Thank you for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank <laughs> you for asking me. And today we just want to pour in to all the listeners yeah. because every one of us are going through things in our life that we need help with. For mm -hmm. sure. And that's why you need friends. <laughs> I yes. think one of the ways you become a great friend is to say, I understand. Or when mm -hmm. something's happening to someone to be able to say, I've been there. Yeah. And there's an instant bond when that happens, when someone feels totally understood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think being seen, um, one of our favorite affirmations is I am safe to be seen <sighs> because we feel that around each other. Yes. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think as, as women, a lot of times we start thinking that we have to look good and be right? Yeah. That all we're supposed to have the answers and be better than everybody. And I remember thinking about Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Now you may not even know who these people are of because we they do. were great. But we're all theater kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you have to think about it. Ginger Rogers did everything Fred Astaire did, only she did it backwards and in high heels. <laughs> and they still talk about Fred Astaire more than Ginger Rogers. So I learned a long time ago because when I started real estate, and I know a lot of our listeners are not realtors, yet I wanted to go into real estate. And it was a man's world when I started. Mm -hmm. I went to 12 offices before someone would hire me. And it was it was pretty wow. devastating to go to the first one. I thought they would hire me because I was a great salesperson. Yeah. <laughs> I put myself through college selling and, and I just knew they'd want me. Mm -hmm. No, they didn't even want to interview me. Wow. They had Emma Curtis and Emma Curtis all of a sudden became the woman that I looked up to because how did she get in? Right? <laughs> and then I went to Moore and Company and they offered me a secretarial position. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. I just wanted to sell real estate. Yeah. yeah. Now they call them assistants. Rather sure. than secretaries. <laughs> and they had Marilyn Gitch. I remember the women that were in each wow. of these offices wow. because I couldn't get in. They had already made their way in. Well, I finally went to the 12th office. Sam Bright let me in. <laughs> and that year, I, well, next day I woke up, I couldn't afford a babysitter. I mean, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was like, what did I just get myself into? Yeah. Here I am in real estate. How am I going to show homes? How, what am I going to do? Nobody wants to come to me. They don't even know who I am. I knew nobody other than my aunt. And she <laughs> lived about 35 minutes away and up in the mountains, right? Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh. So I put my kids in a little red wagon, a radio flyer wagon, <laughs> and I went door to door. And that year, I was blessed to sell 104 homes. And your first year, that was unheard of. Yeah, that's unheard of today. Yeah. Yeah. When I started, the top agents at that time were selling like 25 homes a year. Yeah. See, nobody ever told me that you couldn't sell 104 homes. So mm -hmm. I think one of the things as women is, one, we 
don't care what people think right. of us. Right. It's <laughs> what we think of ourselves yeah. that matter and our friends, true friends. And then this, the second thing is that no matter what happens, figure out a way to obtain your dreams because they're your dreams. And don't let anybody else take that away from you. Yeah. And to always know that there is a way to do something. And when someone starts putting limits on your life, just say, cancel, 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 <laughs> because who are they to tell you of what you're going to be gifted in? Yeah. So I have a question about that. Yeah. How do you actually cancel, cancel, cancel? Like I say you, that. You say it? Mentally. Yeah. Because if I'm around you and all of a sudden out of my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> you're going, I don't think so. I say it mentally. If someone says something that I don't like or I don't agree with or it's negative, I just, in my mind, I'm going cancel, cancel, cancel. And then when I leave, I immediately start telling my mind, I am whatever I want to say. Those wow. two words are the most powerful words in the entire English language. What we say after I am goes into our brain and it literally becomes like a rut in our brain. The neural pathways go deep and the more you have the same thought over and over again that's that rut goes deeper and deeper neuroscience tells us nerve side nerve cells that fire together wire mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. they also tell us nerve cells that no longer fire together no longer wire together mm -hmm. therefore that means you've trained your brain how to think so far Right. And you can train your brain to a new way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Now, for those, I'm going to make this very, very uh, short and quick and <laughs> as simple as I can. I mean, the brain is a complex thing. Yet we have this part of it called the reticular activating system. Mm -hmm. And I call it the RAS for short. It's <laughs> in the base of the brain in the in the back. And it's the thing that keeps us alive. It's the thing that goes out and looks for everything that we tell it to look for. So if I say nobody likes me, it's going to absolutely show me every single place that nobody likes me. Yeah. Because this, this RAS is your Google search engine. It is your <laughs> genie in a bottle. Mm -hmm. You tell it what you want and it won't show you anything else. The mm -hmm. eyes can only see and the ears can only hear what the mind tells it to mm. the mind's in charge but you're really in charge because what are you saying to your mind to instruct that raz to show you what you want in your life see i think as women a lot of times i don't know about you nobody ever told me that i could write my own story did anybody ever tell mm. you when you were a kid you're writing your story of your life mm. right now with everything you do Diana, not until Diana. you did <laughs> not until you did <laughs> You told me I, 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 I was an adult child. Who was an adult child? And you told me. <laughs> what is so fun about that is yes, we all do. Yeah. 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 So, what story are we writing for our life? I mean, literally, if if your life was a book, how would it read? Yeah. Would it be a romance novel? Would it be an adventure? Would it be a business book? Would it be a oh poor as we victim <laughs> book? You know. Mm. Cancel, cancel, it, cancel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How could you be the hero of your own life story? 
too many people are playing the character in the story called their life, only they're playing a character that someone else cast them in the part. Yeah. You're, you should be the main character of your own story. And in every story, there is a victim, a villain, a hero, a mentor. Some have mentors and some have coaches. Yet, which one do you want to play? If you play the victim or the villain, you'll never become a hero for yourself or anyone else. And once you play the hero for someone else, yeah, why not play the hero for ourselves? Every one of us have a gift. The question is, have we opened it up? Hmm. And it's not being hubris. It's not being conceited. When you honor the gift, it is conceited when you think you're in charge. And you're the one doing it. <laughs> See, if you have a gift, and, and I believe it's given by God, and you, he says, increase your talents, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't say bury it. Yeah. So if you've mm -hmm. got a gift, you've got to expose that gift to the world. And the way you always stay in humility is you remember you honor the gift, not mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. And so many people sit Thank there and you. they say, I want to be humble. And humble isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Right. So when we go out and we want to serve people with confidence, that's not being hubris. That's not being you know, boastful. That's being somebody that's honoring their gift. Now, the minute you take credit for everything... <laughs> then you're into hubris. I feel like a lot of times people use the word luck and they'll say, oh, I'm just lucky. Do you believe in luck in that regard? Or how think, would you respond to that? I think luck is spelled W-O-R-K. Amen. <laughs> yes. and, and then our work stored up, uh, our, our work is stored up before it shows up. Mm. I mean, you work and you work and you work and you work. Kind of like, well, we heard John Maxwell this morning. And he was talking about when you walk, you didn't just stand up and walk. Yeah. You would take a few steps and a few more steps and a few more steps, and then you would walk. So when you say our work is stored up before it shows up, it's what are you working on? And yeah. what are you working mm -hmm. towards? Yeah. And do you have the goals? And do you believe you can achieve those goals? Yes. Okay. Well, that that's the important part. Mm -hmm. So... Go ahead. How do you goal set? How do you specifically goal set? Is it a continuous thing like every day? And you're like, oh, yes, let's do that. Do you recognize our goals? Yes, I, I do set goals. I like them specific. Mm. I like mm. them measurable. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, when they say smart goals, and in my book, Becoming More, You Can't Get to Better Until You Get to Different, I, I don't like that A part, achievable. If they're achievable, why do you have them as a goal? <laughs> I think you've got to have a little bit of stretch in there. Yeah. You've got to have a little bit of discomfort because if, if they're achievable, well, that's mediocre. You've already mm -hmm. done it. So that one, I say stretch for them. Now, they are reasonable. I don't know if they should be that reasonable. <laughs> I, I, and then, of course, T, you've got to have timelines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I also think, though, that, that you should be smarter. The E is emotion. If you don't put emotion in with your goals, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to get them. Yeah. Yeah. And relationships. I mean, we want to establish all these things when we set goals. And you adapt those goals 
maybe on a daily daily basis, not up and down. I think rather than goals, because I set goals, it's a personal growth plan that I mm-hmm. have. And in my book, I share a personal growth plan as to what do you do? I mean, I have the areas of my life that are important to me, you know, my family life, my relationships, who I want to build relationships with that year, my spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Like every morning, you know, my ritual is I, you know, I read my Bible, I pray, then I get ready. Then I, you know, I have a pattern that I do every morning. That may not be somebody else's spiritual growth. That's why it has to be a personal growth plan, not something that, oh, everybody just follows mine. Mm -hmm. Because mine is personal to me and yours is going to be personal for you. Yeah. Has there been a moment where, um, so I, I feel this like overwhelming need to share my personal with other people, um, but then I feel like at the same time when I do that, it also like opens it up. It's being really vulnerable. And so um, is there ever been a moment where you you hold them very close to your heart and don't share them? Or are you the type to talk to everyone about it as it's as it's happening? It's a great, great question. I share my goals with people that will cheer me on and not let me back down. Mm. I, love I am vulnerable with many, many people. I'll share my failures and all of that. Yet I have made the mistake in the past. It's called the inner circle. I've let people into that inner circle that I have said things to that have bothered me that they didn't keep in confidence. And Mm -hmm. so they went out and, oh, did you know that she was struggling with this? And, you know, Mm -hmm. so be careful who's in your inner circle. Don't don't share all your vulnerability with everyone because as women, we do, we want to be listened to. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things my husband and I talk about from time to time, and we always ask the question, what did I do this week? You hope I'll never stop doing. And what did I, I do this week? I love that too. Oh yeah, the one you won't like is no. what did I do this week that you hope I'll never do again? <laughs> But I think there's a lot to be said about the intentionality of that question and how loving it is in itself. And if you well, trust the, you know. It's so yeah. nice when yeah. you say, I loved how you got up and helped with the dishes that one night. I was tired. And and now I always say thank you. Right. And it means mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. When you're one-on-one with that question, it's taken in a little bit different. Sure. And after I said that, I noticed that he was standing up helping with the dishes <laughs> more. The one that is tough is, what did I do this week that you hope I'll never do again? And there were some things, like one time he said, I wish you wouldn't be texting while I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? He's right. That is so rude. And so I said, I'm sorry. And now when he wants to talk, I'll set my phone down and I really look at him so he feels listened to. Mm -hmm. I had to tell him, I'm sorry, I don't like the way you interrupt me. You don't let it all out. And there are times I need to express myself. Mm -hmm. He said, well, you're so bottom line. I go, yes, there I am. Yet there are times that I truly need to express myself and I need someone to listen. And here's the question. Do you want me to say it to you or do you want me to go find someone else mm, to wow. share with? You were yeah. speaking so much life into <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. 
<laughs> like, thank you. I, I really, I just have to say all I wanted from this was like action items that you did because a lot of people talk about ideas and they don't talk about the actual steps that you do. And it's like, we are the same humans. We have same brains. Like I am capable of retraining and doing these things. And so thank you for giving me those specific <laughs> items and those well, questions. Like, thank I, you. I appreciate that it, it landed on you because I, I hope, I trust it's landing on people that are listening. I think also one of the things as women, a lot of times we get lonely. Mm -hmm. yes. We feel like we're the only ones in the entire mm -hmm. world that is feeling this way. And we don't know who to reach out to. We don't know who to talk to. Their emotions. In, in the book, I, I have a portion. Well, I teach you how to retrain your brain mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. a new story. And in the emotion chapter, I tell people that you can't have an emotion without giving something a meaning once it has a meaning, then you feel the emotion. Yeah. If you're angry, and of course that anger is always directed at something or someone. The minute you take that something or someone away, you don't have anger anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't feel anger. The way that I did this is because I was a single parent. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go to my kids right. and tell right. them how mm -hmm. bad things were. You know, I had to put on the happy face and act like I had plenty of money when we were devastated. I ate crackers in the in the closet many times as dinner, telling them, oh, no, mom's already eaten, so I mm. could give them the hamburger. It happened when I wasn't watching my money. It was my fault. A lady, mm -hmm. I woke up one morning. I had 72 house payments to make three payments on each one. Oh. I sold everything. She had embezzled out of my property management and all of that. I don't need to go into that yet. Where <laughs> I was, I felt so lonely and so all alone. I didn't have a cell phone then that you could mm -hmm. tell who was calling you. Right. I went back into sales. I sold my offices that I owned. And yet I had to take every call because it could be a buyer, a seller. It could be somebody that was upset at me, screaming and yelling. It could be a mortgage company after me. It, my, my car was repossessed. I mean, I was at the lowest low. When you're isolated, it's like the whole world is against you. Mm -hmm. Anxiety, stress, depression comes in such a way. And I think there's a lot of listeners right now that may be in that arena of life when the anxiety and stress is like engulfing them and they do feel isolated. So here's what helped me. I don't know if it will help anyone else. I literally would take a, a roll of toilet paper and a marker. Now put something underneath this. So <laughs> through. But I would literally write out how I felt and I would pour myself out. Like I was talking to someone, of course, I believe I pray and talk to God and but I was actually writing it out to get it out. And then I took the toilet paper and I ripped little parts off because it was so big. Yeah. I didn't have it all in. And I would flush it down the toilet and wow. I would thank it for what it taught me and bless it as it went away. Wow. So I could move on because I think that physical entity of seeing it being gone away helped me because I'm a very visual person. I, uh, I'm just thinking that uh, I just 
I end up Maybe. in the bathroom a lot and text Katie or Ashley <laughs> and I'm like, I'm having a moment and hit me with an affirmation. And so now they can just tell me to get a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> Thank you. Um, when, when we stay isolated, it brings out the worst in us. Well, we listen to the stories we tell ourselves. That's right. Well, and all of us, and we'll end with this because all of us have four storytellers in our mind. The first one is the devastating storyteller. It's the one that tells us, oh, wow, you are so bad. You can't do this. You can't do that. You should have done this. You should have done that. And when I say should, S-H-O-U-V, right, L-D? I guess I better spell it right. <laughs> and you should do this and you should do that. Well, then you have a should life. <laughs> and you should all over yourself. And so don't use that word should. Use a different word. I could mm -hmm. do this and I could do that or I get to do this and I get to do that. The words that we say not only to ourselves, it's the words that come out of our mouths is amazing. And the second one, that devious one, rent free in our minds, he's living. <laughs> second, the flattering it's the one that tells us we're better than everybody else. Oh. oh, look at me. Everybody, look at me. I'm a poor victim. Look at me. We'll make up stories so people look at us, right? Mm -hmm. The third one is the one I don't like. It's the reasonable storyteller. It's the one that will give you excuses as to why everything works in your life. No, we've got to take responsibility for all, our own life. Nobody is in charge in our life except for us. So no reasons, no excuses given. I always say you can have reasons or results. You can't have both. <laughs> the fourth one is the one, though, that we've got to help out. It's the empowering storyteller. Oh. And that's the one that empowers us. It's the one that we give affirmations to and we feed it with, I am beautiful. I do have a great body and that it's getting better all the time. My weight is going down. My, you know, my face is looking better, my, whatever we want to say to ourselves. And we give gratitude before it happens. You know, Bill Gates said you actually claim victory before you step on the battlefield. Wow. So are we giving gratitude before it happens? And then with our children, never say, oh, I have to go pick up my kids. No, you get to go pick up your kids because there will be a day that you wish your kids were young enough. You could still go pick them up. They will leave, they will go on, and you will miss them. And sometimes I had to remind myself of that as they were growing up and being just the crazy yeah. kids that, that there were. So I trust that they've gotten something out of today's podcast. I, I'm sure. I think the biggest thing for us women, we've got to stand up for each other. As a CEO, going from a, not affording a babysitter to the CEO suite, at Keller Williams Realty International as CEO of MAPS, building a coaching company that was losing a million dollars to a $500 million company. <laughs> uh, it took a lot of work. Yeah. And with that, I just want everyone to know, it doesn't matter where you are. It's where are you going? Yet as CEO, people would come in, women especially would come in to talk to me and they would direct all the questions at the men that were at the <laughs> table. And they would talk with the men and they would give, I mean, it was just amazing. And I learned then, if I can help any woman, I'm gonna make certain that they understand that they are important, 
that they do deserve to be spoken to. And I'm going to stand up for every woman leader out there and women that desire to be a leader. And that's what we've got to do for each other, because we can always be great to the guys. We can always talk with them. Yet don't say bad things about another woman. Yeah, They're our sisters. Yeah. We are just like each other. When I got up this morning, I have on slacks. I put them on the same way everybody else does. <laughs> you know, nobody is better than anybody else. Mm. Now we have different gifts and some people are better <laughs> at speaking and some people are better at, at raising kids. And so, you know, everybody has a gift. But just honor each other as women and we would do so much better in this world. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you so much Thank for your time. You. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to put this episode on repeat every day. <laughs> and thank you. I mean, wow. That, how incredible and powerful. I feel like, yeah, we could just repeat this forever. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about your Nashville event? I would love to tell you because the Nashville event is going to help so many people. John Maxwell and I are getting together and I believe it's in who you are being that allows you to do what you need to do and have what you need to have. And then you can give back. And that's where we're at with this event. We're giving back to kids to teach values in schools. Cool. Now the greatest part is there's going to be 10 fabulous speakers. So it's going to be a win-win. You're going to win because you're going to learn from, well, John Maxwell oh, yeah. on the high road of leadership. I'm going to be speaking on mindset that build a $500 million company, as well as the energy, the four energies of success. This is so important that people know this. We've got Amanda Holmes from the ultimate sales machine who has doubled the business of 250,000 companies. Wow. She's going to give a blueprint and a step-by-step -step guide as to how to double your production, no matter what industry you're in. Kane Minkus is flying clear over from Italy. Wow. He's the world's leadest, leading person in AI. He is from mm. America. He just happens to have a vacation home. His wife is uh, an Italian and they live over there part-time. And for me, he's flying back to Nashville. He'll be sharing with us seven different things you can do with AI to help your business. Things that people don't even think of. Uh, Alex Harris is flying in from South Africa. Ooh. Wow. He is an extreme athlete who has been on Mount Everest. He's crossed a desert no one else has crossed. He's going to be speaking about when he took 65 days walking by foot across Antarctica to plant the South African flag in the South Pole. Wow. And he talks about chunking down your goals to where you always make goal, no matter how challenging your life or circumstances are. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Mo Anderson will be there. Oh. About the first things, you know, make the first thing, the first thing. Linda McKissick on the attraction action. Right. And then uh, I, I know Dan Stewart, who is talking about databases, mm. what he's learned by controlling a database of over 34 million cool. people. Wow. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fabulous, right? And when you think, and Tim Harris, the five generations in the workplace, how do you work with them? Because everyone wants to be worked a little bit differently. Yeah. We need to talk a little bit different. We need to lead them a little bit different. 
And of course, John Maxwell and I will be there with the people. So VIPs get experiences, three surprise events. Oh, oh, they're, we're putting them on buses. And now general, they're going to have fun. They just won't get the surprise events. However, <laughs> the first night, everybody's going to have a reception and entertainment. We have the lead singer from Lone Star. I don't oh. know if you know who Lone Star is. They have 20 great, great hits. Yes, uh, my they... first middle school slow dance was to a Lone Star song. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they, they have Grammys. I mean, it's going to be so much fun. Nashville, March 25th and 26th. Go to moretraining.com, M-O-R-E, training.com. More stands for maximize opportunities, rela uh, relationships, and experiences. I love it. It'll that's, be fun. That's we'll trust, so cool. I'll see you we'll all put there. that link in the description, too, so yeah. everybody can Yeah, you don't have to be easily. in real estate. No, no, I've got people that are coming that uh, build floors. Uh, we've got financial planners. I've got Cutco people. I mean, cool. I've got people flying in from all over that desire to do this, to help themselves, number one, yeah. and yes. then knowing that all mm -hmm. the profits. In fact, my husband and I are personally paying for all the admin, all the airfare for the mm -hmm. admin, all the wow. hotels for the admin, so we can give more back to the kids. And the last thing about the kids, because they're near and dear to my heart, in South Carolina, they beta tested this in America. And in one year, bullying went down 27%. Whoa. Now, when Thank you, you think about that, wow. anxiety, stress, depression comes from kids that are bullied. Mm -hmm. The ages between 15 and 24, suicide is the number two reason mm -hmm. that they pass away. Mm -hmm. If we can take that anxiety, stress, and depression away, we take the suicide rate down. It's a ripple effect that keeps going. So I know as women, we care about the kids. I know whoever's listening to this, know that you'll become more. So you'll help yourself. You'll help your family. And while you're doing that and having great experiences, you'll also be helping the kids of our schools. They're in Texas now, Oklahoma. We're spreading across the nation. We're le teaching leadership to high school kids, growing leaders. We're in 48 states with that. We are working diligently to get into more and more schools to help our kids. I trust that, that you'll help us. Go and donate. Yeah. If you, yes. can, if you yeah. can attend, hit the donate button and, and give some donations to it, okay? Yeah, thank you for thank sharing you. that. That's incredible. Thank you for letting me. I know this went longer. Oh, and oh that's okay. That's okay. It. So we always wrap up with some, we believe in a lot of hype and energy. Uh, so we always wrap up with some kind of hype. So I was looking for one that I thought was good. This one says, I raise up my voice, not so that I can shout, but so that those without a voice can't be heard or can be heard. Sorry. I love that. Yeah. So that is like really good. Saying. So yeah. let's raise up our voices yeah. and stand. Mm -hmm. Take a stand for our own greatness as well as taking a stand for others. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well said. <sighs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>